Welcome, everybody. It is us. We are back. We are the CAE pod. And I'm not sure what you're doing there. Are you trying to get my attention or? Blanking my liquor so that you know. That's good. I have it. Let me take a hit of my stogue. Okay. Oh, all right. Well, it is another week in the books. We are still in the midst of this pandemic. And so that means we're going to record another episode of the CAE podcast. And today is Friday. So you know what that means. That means it's Fitness Friday. Hashtag Fitness uh, Friday. Big trend we're all so about. So excited for the new direction that we've been going in uh, with this podcast. Yes, we've ditched the word wrestling from our name, but that doesn't mean we've ditched wrestling altogether as you know that's still a big passion of ours and we're still going to talk about it and just before we started recording you brought up something that we should probably get into uh, the I'd, cae curse continues i'd like to talk about it so because, because the curse is real i said on this show you can go back and find it that this person was going to be the next megastar He was going to be the guy that brought in the Mexican fan base that WWE so covets. And that was Andrade Cien Almas. Tranquilo, bubs. Yes. What a star. Well, that's not happening anymore. Not even his boo Charlotte could and I, I made some tweets today. Go If you're not following us on Twitter, I'm getting back into it. I'm sorry, but I am wild on Twitter when I get going. Which is at C-A-E-Pod for yeah. those listening. At C-A-E-Pod. Get in there and, and help me out because I started making some comments today because it went wild that uh, on Friday – excuse me, on Monday, he had requested his release from Vince right. and from WWE. And I was certain – and I made comments when we talked about CN Almas – probably a year and a half ago or two years ago, that he was going to be the next big deal. I agreed 100% with you, at least for the Hispanic fan base, and he was going to be top of the card. And then he hooked up with Charlotte, and I was like, well, I that's... said he was going to be main eventing WrestleManias with Big Cass. And... Yeah, God. yeah, well, as like you, like you mentioned, Bob, our, our, our trend of picking stars is just yeah. off. We are gross at it. Nevertheless, though, he's with Charlotte, and we thought for sure, like, well, that's a great connection for him professionally engaged, as well. right? I believe they're engaged. I want that to be true. I'll have to get into Google, okay. but... I'll ask I'm, Rick when I see him next. Not even Charlotte Flair can get Cian Almas the push that he deserves. So, is he gone, Bubs? Is he out the door? Is he going somewhere else? Hopefully not <sighs> AEW, but where are we going to see him wrestle? I mean, he could go back to his roots, don the mask again. Put the mask back on. And continue being a top star that he was in Mexico. You can run Mexico. I said this. It's going to be great. Yes. And I I thought the sky was the limit. I thought he... Is it not still? But I think one, because before before Zelina Vega, he was floundering. Same. And she saved him. Turned him into... A huge NXT star. Mm-hmm. And once they broke them off on the main roster, he began floundering again. Those two were perfect for each other. 
but for whatever reason, they were taken away from each other, and the rest is, as you say, history. Does he need the valet because he can't cut a, an American promo? Yes. So In Vince's eyes, yes. And I would his English is not great, and he tries, but I mean... Well, neither is Shinsuke's, but... Right, and that's fine and all, but it's nowhere on par to what, what I think we all want. As the, there's Brock's, but, the, you know, he's still... Yeah, that's a different story. Speaking um, of Fitness Friday, that's a guy that we should all aspire to be, just juiced to the gills and eating deer five times a day. Deer meat and... Killing a deer and eating it on the spot. As, as you sit there. <laughs> but yes, this is... Fitness Friday, and both of us enjoy working out. We enjoy fitness to varying degrees of success. I'm not, I'm what you would call someone who doesn't follow a strong uh, nutrition plan. I love to work out. I love to be strong, but I also love to eat. Food, big fan over here. So my fitness is completely different. Then so, but that's what's great about fitness is that you find what works for you, you find what makes you happy, and you roll with it. Because if it doesn't make you happy, if you're not having fun, then what's the point of doing anything in life? Absolutely, Bubs. Becoming fit and or looking fit—very subjective terminology. But the yes. point of the point of fitness and doing things to make yourself feel better emotionally and physically, obviously. And the mental aspect of it is very important and very different for a lot of people. And you find a, the success of that in a lot of different ways. A lot of people are runners and they can just go for a run and that makes their entire day. A lot of people can go walk. A lot of people have to be the diehard, heavy lifting bodybuilder types that will buy every supplement under God and will use it, right? And that makes them happy. So I think what we're going to really get into on Fitness Friday type conversations, and obviously as this rolls into our normal lives as, as men, as, yes. uh, as fathers. Well, we can't say that nowadays. We oh. can't be proud of being men, bubs. I want to be. I need you to, need to rein, that, oh. rein that in a bit. Okay, we'll find a better word then for, yes. for our large audience that's listening. But nevertheless, we're going to talk about a lot of different things and talk about the goods and bads of fitness and actually how we maintain that when we can. Yes, and it's a topic that we both really enjoy. We both have two different philosophies mm. on it and two different kind of lifestyles when it comes to fitness. Like, you know, I, I don't want to put you over and, you know, make you a big star here, Bubs, but over. Yeah, you are a lot more disciplined in all aspects than I am. <laughs> that doesn't... Oh, the, the liquor in my hand to, doesn't... Yes, oh, no, okay. I've got it. I've got it right here, too. Good. Um, but, you know, so I, I felt like this was something where we can... Just go back and forth and give our opinions on on things, on supplements, on workout routines, on nutrition, and just kind of talk about our journeys, you know, as 
as this progresses. Obviously, yeah. we're not going to sit here and have a three-hour show about you know every fitness thing we've ever done. Mm-hmm. We'd have to get Steve involved. But I'm ready to call him. Yes, good. He won't answer. <laughs> but sorry, go on. <laughs> He's probably with the Millers right now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so let's just go ahead and jump into it and just, Bubs, um, what yeah. what is fitness to you? Like, it's a fucking. I had to make it a part of my life, otherwise I wouldn't ever do it successfully. So. Well, you're also kind of not forced to, but you're. It's expected of you in mm. the position that you're in. Yeah. Because so, you are still in the military in a, in a certain capacity. Right. So you're still expected to be, I no longer am, so I'm not expected to be. So I've kind of let that take over, you know, for a good portion of my time outside of mm-hmm. the military before I started to take things a little more seriously and you know, started taking uh, testosterone, but I'll get into that a little bit later. But, you know, it's something for you that you actually have to be cognizant of. Yeah, I think expectation is a fair word because um, the longer you stay in the military, obviously with that comes experience and rank and years and the expectations just go up for people. And if you're a well-rounded person or leader, you have to be able to present the part and also show the part, uh, at least with the numbers are concerned with physical tests and things like that. So that part is in there as well, and it, that to a minor degree, and it might it might have been what made me, you know, at least start the expectation needs. But I've really taken that, and sometimes I forget that I'm still in the army. Honestly, you know this. So yeah, I'm looking at I, you right now. Yeah, and... that's a great. Yeah, <laughs> and I've I've taken that initial expectation, and I've kind of changed it to my own expectations of myself and what I want to present for my daughter as well, and mm-hmm. to be healthy because there's a lot of things that people people jump into and you obviously there's a lot of diets and fads that always come up and people jump on them and try them and they work for a lot of people and that's great but individually there's always going to be something that works for you and that might have to change and alters over time as your body changes but as soon as i realized how to control my body with the proper food intake here and there and then making the gym a reasonable part of my life between four to six times a week when I can, it has helped me control what I can look like. And, you know, you can go harder, you can go less, you can drop back and go forward. But as soon as I learned my body, now that I'm certainly an older man, I've been able to, to hone in on that, bub. Yes. Happy belated birthday, by mm-hmm. the way. I don't Gross. think we've recorded since your birthday, Next but, slide. <laughs> um, but I'm glad you brought up the idea of fads and you know you know the next big thing that comes out and this is the new you know this you you need to do this this is what the experts say is going to change your life mm-hmm. and the fact that what works for some people and yes a lot of these things that have come out you know there is some truth to it being beneficial like you remember when the keto diet first came out and it, it exploded onto the scene. That's the one I was going to mention was keto. Yeah. Right. And, but that doesn't necessarily, and, and it has worked tremendously for some people. Mm-hmm. However, that's not something that works for everybody. I think the main part of fitness that someone who's starting their journey or is in the midst of their journey 
I think once you come to the realization, like you said, of this works for me, this doesn't, this doesn't, this does, once you figure out what it is that works for you, yeah. and it's something that makes you happy and you can, you can do, and like you said, you can control how you look physically, I think that's when the light bulb goes off. I think that's when the mm-hmm. switch is flipped, and you can then make the progress that it is that you are looking for. Right. It, but it's it's figuring out what works for you. What works for you is not going to work for me. Right. Because we're two completely different people. But yeah. it could. What works for you could work for me. However, yeah. it, just because it works for someone doesn't mean it's going to work for you or it even needs to work for you. Yeah. So like a lot of things, so I mean, with keto, when it came out, it exploded, right? A lot of people tried right. it. And I mean, and it worked when, I, when I say a lot of people tried it, it became a very big fad, right? And we, and Caitlin and I tried it, right? And yeah. she could enjoy the food. I couldn't really ever enjoy. Did not work for. The, and that, that's, that's when I, it was a big part. Trying it was a big part. Yeah. I'm glad that I did was because. So that pizza I, I ate today would I, not have. <laughs> I had the cake. I had the realization during that was that I I am a kind of a fat ass at heart and that's kind of an excuse yes. sometimes that you say constant like, bulk face baby. I, I love food or I always need food. People say that, but I mean there's there's a to a degree you you crave things and you right. want it's, things. It's and, mostly a craving rather right. than a need. And some people have you know, those cravings are a little more harsh than somebody else's. So when it came to the taste of the food, it was, I was never feeling accomplished with food. I was never like, oh, I can't wait to eat this. I can't wait, you know, and, and since I wasn't enjoying it whatsoever, I couldn't get behind it. And, you know, eventually, and keto, moved on, you know, it, it faded away from a lot of people's minds, but that helped me realize that food selection was going to be, as it is with most people, is the easiest thing to start off with and control. Because if you can stop eating fried food three times a day, and, and incorporate Easy. something better. That's a good start to a journey of eating healthier and then adding things on top of that. And that's where success right. started for me. And I think talking about food, you know what they say, you know, 90% of your gains and your success is made in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. But, you know, for a lot of people, and even for someone like myself who I don't have a typical job where I, I go – and I sit in an office from, you know, for eight hours a day. Most of my day is spent on the road, driving to go see customers, taking customers out to lunch, taking customers out to these big dinners. And you find yourself in a position where there's lots of drinks, lots of food. Yeah. And if you're not controlling yourself, things can get a little out of hand. And there's only so much working out in the gym or uh, going on runs or walks that can cope with eating excessively. So that's where kind of what I think the most important concept of fitness and nutrition comes in. And you hear a lot of uh, a lot of bodybuilders, a lot of fitness experts say this, at least the ones that I follow and listen to. The main thing is calories in calories out cico because you can lose weight and still eat crummy food mm-hmm. or what's considered crummy food as long as the calories that you exert out and we all 
burn calories naturally throughout the day, a certain amount of calories. And then once we work out, those calories get added on to the natural amount that we, we burn. So if that number of calories in is lower than the number of the calories out, no matter what you eat, no matter what you drink, you're going to lose weight. You might not like the way you look because you're eating crappy food, and that's where the discipline comes in of being able to control your urges and cravings. Mm -hmm. But that's great for people who spend a lot of time at home. For someone like me, I have to I I, I have to make decisions while while I'm out and it's it's difficult. Right. It is difficult. And because of that, I don't necessarily really like the way that I look. I feel strong and I feel like what I do in the gym is really great, but it doesn't show on me physically because I don't have one, the discipline or two, the capabilities of planning my meals out every day because a lot of times I don't know where, when or where I'm going to be eating throughout the day. But how important is because there's two different appearances in, in the world if we're talking like this. There's the, there's the number that you see on a scale as the number that you're looking at, and then there's what you see in the mirror. There's the two very different things. The numbers yes. don't always match up to what you see in the mirror. So are you comfortable with the way you look, or is it still something that you're trying to change? Because you can feel really good, and you can feel strong, and you could be repping out the numbers that you want to in the gym, but then you might not you know, see what you want to see as far as definition or the shirts fitting right or whatever. You right. Know what I mean? I'm on the uh, I'm on the side of I don't care what the scale says. If I never step on a scale, I'm okay with that okay. because my body type is way different than others. There's people who are who look way bigger, as in obese and mm. and large uh, than me, but they'll weigh 30, 40 pounds less yeah. than me, just because of the way that I carry my weight but i but i think that's the thing about fitness is that are you ever truly satisfied with the way that you look because if you were you wouldn't you wouldn't you would stop you wouldn't keep you wouldn't have the motivation to keep going and keep trying to become better in the gym become stronger and make yourself be the perfect you there's no such thing as a perfect you but you're always trying to strive mm -hmm. That. Yeah, people don't hit the climax and then just all of a sudden stop because they said, I made it. Because yeah. once if you're in that mindset and you have made it, then you're in that, Hollywood. By that point, yeah, that. By that point, you know, like, you're, you're disciplined enough to know that if I stop doing this in three or four days, I'm going to look and feel different. And yes. am I going to be able to accept that? Well, the answer is probably not because if you've been in the gym or it's a routine part of your life, if you just take that away, then it's going to have its own psychological effects on you as well. Right. So well, even going to the, even, I mean, we, we just had this crazy weather down in here in Texas, this crazy freeze that froze everything, shut a lot of stuff down. You were here for it. I dragged I, you down I here stuck, and yeah. made you, made you live it with I, me. I got water in the bathtub just in case. Yes. Um, <laughs> we did. That was weird. <laughs> My ice machine, apparently the water, uh, water valve, the cold, the, the yeah, the line, water line is frozen. That's why, why the it? ice isn't 
make you it right now. You need anyone to throw that ice, you know. I know. I know who to call. Call your boy. At, at one in the morning watching Ghost Adventures. <laughs> Classic me. That's why naked wife runs out the door. <laughs> Ken? If who else would it like, be? Who, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a burglar in here, and the only thing that they're taking is ice. He wanted the, the ice. <laughs> I, I get it. Anyway, um, shit. What were we? <laughs> I don't know. Okay, yeah, yeah. I was going on a weather. tangent. Yeah, Texas weather. Uh, yes. So, uh, the gyms were shut down for a week, week and a half almost because of it. So, I wasn't doing anything, and I just I could feel myself getting like more grotesque looking because it was a week and a half two weeks of just not working out i wasn't going outside and going on walks like i I had been Mm -hmm. doing i just wasn't doing anything and we weren't eating healthy but since then like the first week of going back to the gym i already feel like oh wow my my chest has gotten bigger i feel like my arms are are really filling these shirts out like it's it's funny how even just a little bit of effort, a little bit of going out and doing it makes a huge difference in mentally yeah. where it's the most important. Because once mentally you're in a zone, you're good to go. Yeah. But mentally, once you're out of that zone, you are in one of the most dangerous places you can be. And I know myself well enough now and certainly within the last two years due to you know just life being life. I've really learned a lot about myself and my body, right? And I can say that mentally, being mentally into it is just as important to me as being physically there or able to get to a gym because my body has about seven pounds of fluctuation back and forth. If if I'm on a scale and I see a number that's in that zone, I know I'm still good. I know I can take that number down. I know I can eat something I don't want to, but I can, you know, for lunch. And then I can... I can be ready to get to the gym whenever I need to, right? And if I'm not mentally ready for that, if I'm outside of that seven-pound zone, if it's if I'm you know that one pound over, now I'm panicking. Now I'm having like, okay, I'm, I'm not eating today at all. It's nothing but water. Big changes coming ahead. So the mental part of it is very important to me. And I I'm all, I'm a person that's I'm gonna get on the scale maybe once or twice a day to make sure that I am where I am because after a certain workout. I know that I should have either gained or lost X amount of pounds and then I can game plan for the next day and then right. for the next day or, or whatever the case. It's, it's, it's a, a very serious cycle now that I'm very aware of and I actually don't mind doing it because it's normal for me now. See, I wish I had that discipline when it comes to – today was really the first day where – and now minus the pizza and cake, obviously. I knew I was having pizza and cake for dinner. That's why. Hell yeah. But – Woke up this morning, had um, had a pork chop for breakfast, and you know get the protein in early. Okay. Go to the gym, get the protein in. I like my salt. Um, oh, yeah. Yes. And for lunch, I was like, I was on Uber Eats. I was like, I am getting me this burrito bowl from Freebirds, and no right. one's gonna stop me. Right. And I was just like, you know what? I'll do cauliflower uh, rice just to make myself feel better. And I was at the point where I just had to hit next to to confirm my order and get my big old burrito sent to me. And then I stopped myself. I said, no, like this is the problem is that I spent all morning saying I'm not going to do that. 
and when the time came, here I am making an awful decision. Right. So I closed the app, made a protein shake, and was like, I'm I'm getting to that pizza and cake unscathed. Right. Because <laughs> today could have been a bad day for calories then. It could have been because when I – like you said, you say you have about a – what was it? A four-pound variance? Seven pounds. Seven pounds. Mine's about five pounds. And this morning, got on the scale. I was on the higher end. I wasn't happy. And I, I, I wasn't feeling great about how I was looking. Wife said, you know, I'm, I was looking great. So yeah, that's, that's all that right. matters. All day. Um, but me, for me, I didn't like it. And it was the first day where I, where I had that discipline to be like, no, I don't need this. I want it. I want it bad. I'm craving it. Right. But I don't need it. And I was able to make that decision to stop and knowing that I was going to be making awful decisions later yeah, in the night, not, which I did. Let's not compound them, right? Yeah. Right. Now, there are – we talked about fats, right, and like fad diets. And what about supplements? There are some supplements out there that are really good supplements that are needed, supplements that do work, but there's also supplements and supplement companies and people peddling these supplements that don't really do anything, yet they sell you these bill of lies about how you take this test booster and you're going to naturally start producing testosterone mm-hmm. again, or you take you know these BCAAs and they're going to make your muscles grow three pounds in a week. You know, just just these off the wall claims. And people who don't have knowledge, who don't do research, who don't take the time to learn about these products and their ingredients fall into that trap and they spend a lot of money on basically placebos. I was just going to call them placebos as well. Or they're the exact knockoff of another company and they've just mirrored the, the ingredients and changed the color. It's such easy marketing. That's, that's what I've noticed. That there are hundreds of companies that do this kind of stuff and most of them – are run by a dude out of his house and he has a really great Instagram account or, yes. he, or he has really, really good looking he models or bodybuilders. He has amazing genetics and yes, he was no, born he with a looks, six pack. So he, like a all he has to say is, oh, I, I take this and I, I got yep. like this because I take this. Yep. Looking at you, V shred. It's, 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 it's easy marketing. And with, with gyms, like even private gyms and obviously like mega ones, you know, like Gold's and the various ones that you and I talk about sometimes, they're going to keep doing well. People are, yes. people are going to keep going to the gym. The home gym life, like we thought was going to kick off when COVID started, it is not nearly getting as big as many of us thought, myself included, from buying stocks in certain things as well. Ooh. That's, that's another conversation for another we'll, uh, dad, we'll dad talk on, day. On, on, on Stock Tuesdays. On Stock Tuesdays, Yeah. <laughs> So stuff like that, like those are going to be there. People are still going right. to, you know, there's going to be a I just, niche crew. I just left one major gym and now going to another major right. gym. Because so. it's relatively inexpensive compared to other things you could be spending your 20 to $35 on. And not many people want to buy the entire home gym or build something right. in their garage. Which it's a huge initial inv- – I would love it, but it's a huge initial it's, investment. It's a lot of money up front. If you don't have the money, you're never going to do it, right? And I've, I've kind of put myself in that boat at this point. But – with the gyms come 
the personal trainers, come the people that work in the gym. And they, even though they may not be sponsored, they're like, hey, man, I take this and I look like this in this medium T-shirt. And you want to look like me? Take this. I like this, this extra large. And then honestly, it's your people going onto Facebook and Instagram and sites like that. And they're seeing a really good product on their phone. And they're like, well, this is well done. This is a cool little app. This is a nice little company. Look at all the things they have. Well, God, you just have to get on YouTube, and if you don't have YouTube Premium, you're going to be inundated with these fitness ads, especially from Vshred, that'll tell you that Harvard has found a, a biological loophole, and you know if you take his his burn uh, thermogenic, you're going to lose 80 pounds in two seconds. Oof, burn it off. Yes, and it's just if you look good. No matter how dumb you are, the better you look, mm-hmm. the more people will think you know what you're talking about. Right. It's like, wow, he, there's no way he could have gotten that good looking without knowing what he's doing. It's like genetics. Have you ever heard of genetics? You know how those work? Yeah. I don't have good – I have good genetics for getting big. I don't have good genetics for getting shredded. People who have good genetics for getting shredded, they almost – don't have to do anything. Yeah, you can see every vein, every muscle line. Yeah. If I if I wanted to get shredded, I would have because of my genetics, I would have to that would have to be a full-time job. Because mm-hmm. I would be having to count out every every macro. shred of yeah. lettuce possible to make sure I don't hit certain calories, certain macros. Mm-hmm. And it's just not feasible for me. Yeah. But I'm also not going to – and just because I've got good genetics for getting big and strong, I'm not going to tell you I know what I'm doing. I just – I look into it. I see what other people do. Mm-hmm. I find something that works for me, and that doesn't mean I'm going to go then and try and sell you a $2,000 fitness program about what I do. Yeah. Because what works for me is not going to work for you most likely. Exactly. And I think we, you and I both take a bit of a common sense approach to a lot of the supplements that we see because there's a lot of shit that I mean I have tried a lot of different things oh, yes. to, to see I have how spent my body way too much money oh exactly to see how my body will react to it and what I have learned is that again in my case it is a mental placebo effect that if I am taking X I'm going to feel Y if I take these two things twice a day like I'm supposed to and, and get this really good cardio burn in, I'm going to feel it. It's different for a lot of people. Yes, supplements do work. A lot of them. There do. are some that work, yes. A lot of them are garbage. A lot of them are just copycats of somebody else's product and they literally change the color. But in my case, there aren't a lot of things that I necessarily need outside of vitamins. I take a daily cleanser that helps with metabolism Gross. and I use pre-workout intermittently. Just say that you take something to poop, ups. You don't no, have to call it it's cleanse. Not, That's not even, gross. Not even just for I hate the word cleanse. cleanse. You don't like it? It's such a stupid word. Is it on the oh. same par with like moist or what? No, I don't mind the word moist. Hmm. But I'm looking at the bottle, it says cleanse. It doesn't yeah. say pooper okay. on it. But like, it should. I'd buy it. Daily pooper. Oh. That's that, that's marketing for us. We're gonna fucking get that shit. Yes. The the C A E pooper pills. Yeah. Um, Coming to you. <laughs> but I do love – okay. So 
like you said, we've spent a ton of money on supplements trying to see what works, what doesn't, what makes you feel. You you watch the ads and you and you in your mind you're like, it, it has to work. Like yeah. you 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 make yourself believe that it's going to work because that's what you want it to do. You don't want to think, well, I just spent fifty bucks on this paperweight because it does absolutely nothing. Mm-hmm. But like you said, you have supplements that you take that you feel absolutely work. What exactly are those? Now for me, I take a green tea. I don't even want to call it a thermogenic because it's not really. It's just a caffeine basically supplement mm. instead of coffee. Because if I drink coffee, I'll I'll drink an excessive amount of coffee. So I an, take kind an of healthy a, amount, like right. Yeah. So I take a green tea, caffeine kind of a morning pill and a pre workout. And I'm at the stage where I I know that the pre workout is not really doing a ton for me, but mentally, I know that if I go to the gym without taking it, whether I think it does anything for me or not. Exactly. I'm not going to do anything. I am not going to lift as hard somehow. Exactly. Yeah. So I take it more as a, now there have been some pre-workouts that I'm like, this absolutely is a game changer. Mm -hmm. And it really does make me feel different. It makes me stronger. And one of those is lit Mm L I T. Have you ever taken this? It's from purist labs, I believe. Yeah. I've tried lit. It is, it is by far my favorite uh, pre-workout and I remember the first time I took it uh, we were in Afghanistan and uh, it's me and my buddy that worked on night shift with me we were really into working out really into fitness and he was like you, you've got to try it trust me it's going to change how you work out I took it I took a scoop and a half like I always do and he said I saw you drink it I looked away and then looked back and you were already out the building he said, I walked to the flight line. You were already halfway down the flight line Hell yeah. to the gym. I was like, I just remember getting to the gym. The next thing I know, it's two hours later, and I'm just – I'm still going. Riding the I was lighting. like, this, yes. I was like, this is some good stuff. Now, what about you? What are some supplements that you felt like, wow, this really does work? A couple things that never worked for me were – Test boosters. Oh, yes. oh yeah, and absolutely. Various thermogenics. I've never felt. I've, I've tried them on a short term. I've tried them for long terms over a couple of months while doing um, appropriate workouts within good food habits, and I've just never been able to get behind it. Again, one of those things that doesn't work for me. So now, honestly, like I'm, I'm very much into the daily pooper, if you will. Yes, good. Right? And that is a that's a morning routine thing with a that's big a, ass, a, a giant. Just a bottle booster. of daily pooper, and yeah. just sitting on your. God, we are. I have four of them over, over there. We need to. So we'll have to get behind this. this. Get yes. some marketing. But That'll be my fifth form of income. That's a, that's become a thing for me. And then outside of that, if I'm going to the gym to lift, I always and it's and I, I will say that a lot of it is mental, but I have to be caffeined to go okay. so now is that so, a pre-workout or is that just you can because there's some people who can drink a cup of coffee and go to the gym i can't do that because in my mind it has to be a pre-workout so late i since i've gotten back here i haven't had pre-workout it's one of the only things i haven't 
really know, purchased you know but want me to send you some no i got some today actually i'm ready to get back okay. into it but i was going to go and buy you some right now now and mail it to me like yes. i don't have a store down the road but with with lifting it has to be i'll i will pound an energy drink coffee doesn't work for me like that i'll drink energy coffee in the drink. morning really before okay absolutely yep i'll, I'll get into it i what can brand it can be anything i love red okay. bull that's my shit but i'll do yes, i'll do I've a bang that. i'll do a shitty rain Something like that. If, oh if God, I can, those are awful. If I can get something like that in my system, right, I can at least trick myself into thinking that this is equivalent to a pre-workout when it's not. I do like a lot of pre-workouts. I don't have a favorite anymore because I constantly switch and I rotate off okay. because my body does get. I think I, I adapt very quickly to C4 for a month and then I have to switch it up to Ghost right. or another brand or something like that. What I'm but, taking right now is C4 and. But I, that's, it's 300 between 300 to 350 milligrams of caffeine in your average yeah. scoop, right? Of, of uh, pre-workout, and that's actually quite a fucking bit. It's a now lot because I, a cup of coffee is about 80, 80 to 90. Yeah. So Depending on what, some coffee's 100, 120, but for the most part, a regular ass cup of coffee is 80 milligrams of caffeine. And I will say that pre-workout does work for me. So if, since I've been off of it for upwards of a month now, as soon as I take that first shot, if you will, of pre-workout on Monday or whenever I end up going back to the gym to lift, yeah, I'm, I'm going to feel the tingles. Tomorrow for me. I'm going to feel hyped, right? I always get the tingles in the ears no I matter how. I don't feel the tingles anymore. I, I, I do for most brands if I've been off of it. And a lot of brands you know, don't give, give you that because, yeah. I mean, but I know I'm going to. So... And then I'll go through the bottle, I'll cycle off of it, and I'll try another brand, and that'll be just a routine thing for me because okay. and I and even if I didn't have it like in my truck and I needed to go to the gym, I could I could still supplement that with an energy drink and I would be able to get through a workout nearly just the same as I would Damn. with one or two scoops of a pre workout. That's where your discipline and mental focus is much stronger than mine. Because I would not be able to, if I'm not taking a pre-workout before going to the gym, I am, uh, I'm good for nothing in the gym. Another supplement that I need when I'm working out are, is music and headphones. There we if go. I'm not, I have so, I've had it to where I've driven to the gym gotten there realized i don't have my headphones with me and have left and i've said i guess i'm not working out today or not today boys yeah so to me music is and i guess that's why i feel like uh pre-workout is just a placebo yeah for me at this point because i can just show up to the gym not have my headphones leave and be okay with it because my body's not freaking out but i feel like i can go and work out without pre-workout but i don't think i can work out without having music having headphones because i feel like that's what really keeps me because because music is such a big deal for me mm -hmm. that that is what keeps me focused and makes me stronger there's certain so, songs that'll make me feel stronger does it put you in the mental zone or does it help you kind of block out everything else around you? Because I, as, as many as, as many nice things, if you know what I mean, as there are to look at at the gym, mm -hmm. 
that actually doesn't give big me dudes. Yeah, right. That that actually doesn't give me the motivation to get through a set like right. maybe it would have ten years ago, because the music. I've also been married for ten years, right. so that doesn't that's, that's do it fair. for me either. So, the music part um, for me helps me kind of block out what's going on around me, and I can have that shit up to ten blasting in my ears, obviously with a certain number of select songs, and it helps me focus in on what I'm doing. And again. I'm I've never actually driven away from a gym because I've forgotten my headphones, but I've had some really shitty fucking workouts because I didn't have them. Right. It's almost as if the sounds happening around you, the clanging of the weights, the, mm-hmm. the iron hitting iron is distracting. And it does get me in that zone. Mm-hmm. It adds an, an extra layer of focus to where there's times where everything around me is black. And the only thing that's there is me and the weights. And that's it. And then I, I'll come out of it and realize that, you know, there's people all around. There's someone doing, you know, a workout right next to me. Mm-hmm. But with the right music at the right volume, it can put you in a certain trance almost to where the only thing in the world at that moment is you. It blocks out everything. There's no distractions. Yeah. It's just you, the weights, and what you're going to do with those weights. Yeah. So to me, music is probably the most important supplement for me. Because, and just because we say supplement doesn't mean you have to ingest it. It's a supplement to your workout. It, it helps you supplement something mentally to yeah. work out better, to be stronger, to be more focused. Bubs, I can also admit that as a, maybe not as a you know, supplement that gets ingested, but I have to be in and wearing a certain type of clothing or the right set of clothing that I want okay. if I'm going in to a certain day because there's in, – in most gyms, right, the walls are lined with mirrors. Yes. And you're going to see yourself whether you want to or not. And for me, I, I like that. Okay, I like, but there's I like something about gym mirrors that mm. make you look so much better better because there's there's times where i'm at the gym and i'm just like i look so goddamn good right now i would fuck the shit god i just want me alone in a bathroom doors closed right now i look so that happened a couple days ago i was doing yourself in the bathroom oh well i go on i already told you what i did once i got home ah god yeah there were (laughs) speaking of cleanse go on (laughs) (laughs) oh she was clean. It's okay. Um, <laughs> Go on. Anyway, I was doing tricep extensions. I just and the mirror is over to my right, and I'm I'm looking over to make sure my form is good. And I just found myself staring at myself, just like God, you look so good right now. I don't know what it is about gym mirrors, but they just. And then I go home, and I'm just like, who is this piece of shit looking at me right now? You ugly. Mother, like it's those places have they're they're full of great lighting, obviously all around, and I don't know if there's a if they have a special mirror necessarily, Bubs. But after you've been pumping for a little bit and the muscles are toned, right, and the blood's flowing and things like that, like you're going to look ten times better than what you do in the bathroom before you leave. But (laughs) there's a reason they say you're getting a pump on because as you're working out, you're pumping your muscles up and mm -hmm. they look bigger as you 
workout. They're more full as you go. And I like to see that accomplishment in myself when I'm starting out my sets, right? So there's certain days uh, or, you know, workouts that I have to be wearing. I prefer a cutoff shirt versus a t-shirt, right? So shoulders and chest day, because I know I am, when I'm in the gym, those are my, those are the two sections that I can, I can bulk up very easily and at least make look a lot better. My legs, not so much. And I was going to ask you this question as well, because you mentioned that your chest was starting to fill out and and, how quickly can stuff like that come back? Because when I'm, when I'm in on the shoulder game and I'm in on the chest game, if I'm wearing the right clothing, it gives me a little more confidence, which I can admit that I do need sometimes. And I can see exactly what I'm, what I'm toning. And then I can obviously correct form and everything like that. So I'll be the first to admit that I like to wear certain things that make me look at myself in the mirror to make sure that I'm doing it right and to check my fucking self out sometimes because I would fuck myself as well. Right. Nice. Now, I get what you're saying with you have to kind of be in certain clothes. Now, when I'm lifting upper body, so anything upper body related, it doesn't matter what I'm wearing. I, I remember being a contractor working overseas in Afghanistan, and I would go and work out if I was just lifting, I would go and work out in my regular ass Khaki? work clothes, yeah. khakis and a polo, and just go do some benching, do some uh, push-pull kind of stuff. Keep the muscle but alive. for me, when I go to work out, it's shorts and a t-shirt. If it's cold, you know, pull over, that kind of thing. When I do legs, and I love legs, legs, my legs are one of my, you know, pride and joys. Mm. Um... I have to wear sweatpants. I just feel like on leg I don't day. know if yeah, on leg day I feel like I have to wear sweatpants, and it's not it's not like a self conscious thing. It's not because oh, I don't want people to see my legs. I, I want people to see my legs. I really do enjoy my legs, but I feel like the way the shorts and <laughs> it's kind of sounds stupid. I feel like the way the shorts ride up on me, like when I'm doing uh, leg presses. Mm-hmm. That it shows a little more than I would like. A little cock. Yes, a lot of balls. Okay, yeah, obviously. You know how in huge your case. they are. Yeah, yeah. Very little. Of the- <laughs> I don't know how we should add context to the the listener. I, I've never, <laughs> I've never cradled just a ton of you. <laughs> no, no context needed. Okay. Um. So yeah, that's the only time where I really feel like I need. Um, a certain type of clothing is when I'm doing uh, doing leg workouts. Man, if I had ranger panties, like ranger shorts, I would wear those for leg day because I like I'll hike my shit all the way up for legs. It's just it's a comfort thing because I think I in my head I think that my shorts are adding resistance to my parallel squat and they're not. But I'm just it's one of those. <laughs> I, things like, I feel I, like the sweatpants give me more range of movement, and I can get need? I can get deeper yeah. on squats. I can okay. get deeper on the leg press, and I can also not show off my junk to the world. Okay. Yes. That's fair. That's the one kind of clothing-related thing. <laughs> I just, Other I, yeah, I brought it up because I got new gym shirts today, and I'm excited to wear them. And it nice. made me think, like, well, I ordered these for a reason. What was it? Yes. Well, because I'm a little self-conscious. So put that out there. and You look I, good, though. Don't, yeah. don't, don't let yourself... Talk yourself out of it. Listen to the internet. Yes. Yes. Oh God, never listen to the internet. Um, going back to the supplement thing. Mm. Now we talked about how testosterone boosters really just don't 
work. That's all just fluff and just these supplement companies trying to make money. Because they're making these supplements at, at do- for a dollar at most and selling them with the ingredients that are in there and selling them for you know, 30, 40 bucks. Now, I've actually been on actual testosterone. I've been on TRT. I stopped and now I'm actually looking to get back on it. But take, and I've taken a ton of over the counter supplement testosterone mm-hmm. boosters and having been on those and felt those and then actually being on testosterone, night you notice night and day. There's a huge difference. Yeah. I remember just that first first month I was on testosterone. I I just I went on I just went sprinting down we have you saw, you know, in my apartment where we have that uh you know, you go over the fence and there's a park. That's where there. I ran. Yeah. Yeah. I just started sprinting. Just nonstop just kept going and going and going. And I finally stopped and I looked back because my family was way behind me because we were just going to walk to the park. I ended up sprinting and I just turned around. And I was just like, oh, my God, I feel like a freaking animal. You were taking parks. This is a Kurt Angle story. I get it. Yeah. No. Okay. <laughs> I wish. I'm in. Yes. No. <laughs> um, so, yeah, like that is something that – and as we're getting older – we're not producing the testosterone that we used to. That's a fact. I'm in on that. When we were younger, you know, I was going to the gym. You know, that that first deployment we were on together, um, I was going to the gym twice a day. Wake up in the morning, go do cardio, and then in the afternoon, go work out, and it was nothing. Now, it's like... It's like a Herculean effort just to get out of bed in the morning to like an extra hour earlier. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't already get eight, nine hours of sleep the night right. before. And so because of that, we we do need to – testosterone has always been plagued with the um, stigma of it's a performance enhancer. Yeah. When – not really. Like, okay, it is when you're in a professional sporting environment. But if you're just trying to be a better you, it is absolutely, I feel, necessary to not – because when there, – there's so much I can get into because it's not – you're not just going to someone at the gym being like, hey, you're big. Do you have some testosterone I can take? <laughs> it's – no, you're going to an actual clinic, going to see an actual physician that's – takes your blood, analyzes everything, says, hey, this right here needs work. This right here in your blood needs work. Also, by the way, your testosterone is on the lower end. Mm-hmm. We can help you with that. So I I will die on that hill of if you feel sluggish, if you, you're getting older and you feel like you need a boost, go get your testosterone levels checked. There's nothing wrong with it. Mm-hmm. The reason I stopped is because the clinic I was going to, the price was out of the out, way heavy. too high for a weekly shot. Really? So that's the only reason I and I was I was on it for a little while, 
I've been off of it for you know three months, and I definitely notice a difference mm-hmm. in my stamina and difference in my mood, and I feel very kind of sluggish and hard to get going, which is why I'm going to get back on it. But I, it's definitely something if you want to be a better version of you, male or female, go get your levels tested and it, it, it helped me and I feel like it's definitely something because I mean go get tested and if they say no you're good then you're good yeah because everybody's different right everybody needs to do something else like there's there's people that have to live night and day counting macros and that shit works for you and I'm glad it works for you it means you're doing great and if you have the discipline to do it then keep going on there's normal people that can eat whatever they want can go to the gym whenever they want and they can still look great, right? Those are two very different sides, right? And we find That's ourselves... the genetics, though. Yeah, but it is. There's a lot of genetic stuff. So yeah. with with us being semi-normal dudes, right, who work 40-plus yeah. hours a week and or more, right, how do you find time to be a dad, be a husband, do any other nonsense that you have to do, be an employee to the company you work for, and then find time for yourself? Because I think we can admit... When, when you're better, then everything else is better too, right? You're yes. better. You're a better dad. You're a better husband. You're probably better at your fucking job. All these things yeah. line up, right? When you feel physically better and then mentally better as well. So if you're like, once I start actual work, right? I've been fucking living a decent cooked life for a month or two. But when that starts back up, it's back to yeah. forty plus hours a week, a normal fucking nine to five in my case. So how do you find time to put in the gym? going physically to the gym or working out in your area, like you're talking about running to the the park or something like that, or making food choices. How hard is something like that for you? And where do you find time? So that is an amazing question. And one that doesn't get talked about enough. It's so difficult to be able to balance everything. I want to, because for me, where I find most of my happiness, <clears throat> excuse me, is with my family mm-hmm. and spending time with them. But if I'm not feeling good about myself, how I look, just how I feel inside and my body, I'm not going to be the best dad, the best husband that I can be. And I can tell because I'll sit there and kind of be distant, mm-hmm. more or, distant or than moody. I. Yeah. Right. And it's because I'm, I don't care for me at that moment Mm. so that balance is something that you absolutely need to find where i so the only way i am able to go work out and be able to do all those things is if i do it in the morning because because of my job i never know where each day is going to take me right i have meetings and stuff planned but I can have a customer call me and be like, hey, I need you on this job site. I need this part. Or, hey, are you busy tonight for dinner? You know, I want to meet up. So I have to get my fitness in in the morning, first thing when I wake up. While everyone is still asleep, I'm going out the door, and I'm taking care of me. And then I come home, and then I can, I can take care of my home life. Drop my daughter off at school, come back home, get all my – stuff ready for work and then go to the office and there's times where if i don't go to the gym in the morning i've got resistance bands in my office 
and I've carved out a little bit of space in there where I can do some kind of aerobics and some kind of workout session there in my office. Because if I, if I don't do anything and I'm just sedentary all day, I feel like shit. Exactly. Yeah. And I'll take that out on work. I won't perform well at work. I'll just be like, you know what? I'm not going to do anything today. I'm just going to go home and sit on the couch and watch Discovery Plus mm-hmm. all day. We could plug them all day, by the way. That's just great. I love it. Oh. Evil Lives Here is the shit right now on there. That's what we're... But, yeah, that's... For me, it has to be... And it always has been like that because I don't have the motivation to go in the afternoon because I don't want to take the time where I could be with my family, but instead exactly. I'm I'm out working out. Because mm-hmm. then I won't work out hard because I won't, I won't feel it because I'll just be like, ah, I should just go home. Yeah, because your motivation at that point is like, hey, I could be with my family right now, dinner is soon, and yes. you're working on yourself. And that's, we kind of, it's a selfish mentality sometimes that we have to fight with because like a couple days a week, you might be in a situation where you have to tell your friends or family or whomever, I am going to the gym after work on yeah. these two days because I need that or something like that. Or you are leaving the house an hour and a half early because you're going to go to the gym, shower yes. there or whatever. Or if you live close to it, you're going to come back home, right? There's a lot of things that you can do to make it work. But again, as you go through life, <laughs> it's a big old bug it just flew by my face. As you go through life, these things constantly change, and you're always in different situations, right? You're you're moving. You've you moved. I'm recently, about to right? move you're going again. To, you're going to move again, and you're also yeah. going to have another fucking kid. Yeah. So a lot of it's things are changing. I know. I, I know. It's going to be much harder to be getting out. So that's going to take another change, right? And it's going to. You're take just a, worried that that's going to take me away from you. It is, and I've I'm it's a not. selfish person. <laughs> The last two did. Never mind. Sorry. Sorry. Okay. The but, wife did too. Yeah. But never, ne- nevertheless, another change is coming, so you're going to have to adapt to it one more time. Flick it. Nice. It's a moth. No, that thing's a June bug. Ah, this reminds me of the gators back when we were recording in Afghanistan, bugs, when you were over there. <laughs> and then the, the random Eastern European <laughs> Eastern dudes. <block> country dudes. <laughs> <laughs> they just wanted to be on the show. Yeah. They were listeners. We have a, that, a few that, downloads from Bulgaria. That life balance is the most. It was so easy and so simple when we didn't have kids, when we weren't in relationships. It was great when we were deployed too. It's all you had. Yeah, and yeah, and it's great when you're deployed and because even when you're married and have kids and you're deployed, you they're not there to make you feel like I need to go and spend time. And that's a weird mentality it is the gym is a savior though in that situation it is and everyone gets in the best shape of their life when they're deployed because that's all you have is work and working out i was god i was last time i was there i was 235 and just felt like a freaking monster like a fridge yeah i remember taking shirtless pics and sending them to you Check oh, this out. I might have but, to see what's in the old archives of Facebook Messenger. <laughs> it's a scary place. No. Steve's there. A lot he of is. Steve. He's also on my phone. Yeah, it's good. But, yeah, that balance is so hard to find, and it's crucial to find. Yeah. 
And what works, I can't tell you what works for me and that's going to work for you. Mm-hmm. Like there's some people that I know that have families that do work out at night. They can go at seven, eight o'clock at night, go work out, come home, go to bed and you know, go. yeah, I can't do that. I have to wake up at five 30 leave. So, but you are one of those seven. You're one of those people that can get up that early. And, I can't because be I spent a, a whole lifetime doing it and be effective in the gym Yes. And you know you're tuned on. You're you're up and you're in there. You're one of those people. Once that can I wake do that. up, once I wake up, I'm good to go. Okay, not your boy. No, I, I am not. I'm not like I'm not not a morning person. But I certainly can't not cannot get up at an hour where it's still dark outside. That see maybe that's it. Maybe I just didn't want to say it. I don't know. But I I'm much more effective in the gym either in the middle of the day or after my day right. is over. I've never, I can't just get, I never did great during normal army PT in the morning, <laughs> right. w- waking up at five thirty and being there at, at six or God knows when the times were. I've always been somebody who, if I get four to five hours of sleep at night, I'm good to go for that next day. It's not ideal. Yeah. I would prefer eight to nine hours, but I, cause remember when I was living in Dallas working with Clark, I, I was getting up at 4.15 every morning yes. to go work out and then leave the gym by 5.45 to get to get to work at 6.30. Mm-hmm. And just, I knew that I had to do it for myself. And once I, once I convince myself this is what I have to do, then I can do it. Right. But I can, I easily get into the mode of I don't have to do it so why am I doing it right and I went through that for the last few weeks I'd set my alarm and I would psych myself up I wouldn't be able to sleep and I'd be like well I guess I'm just not going because it's 11 o'clock and I haven't fallen asleep yet so I turned the alarm off and fall asleep as soon as I turned that alarm off there was something that would be like ah you did it you you turned it off yeah go to bed you're good now so, Bubs, do you have actual, I guess, hard goals? So when you're in in the gym mode, right, or if it's something you're, you're going to get back into and make a bigger part of life, is there right. something specific that you're actually trying to achieve? Because with me, like I said, I have that seven-pound uh, kind of right. area, right? I want to get that down to five to where I never go above and below that, and that's just my area. But outside of that, my only real goals of going to the gym the way that I do and eating the way that I do for the most part – is for the reflection in the mirror. There are things that I know I want to see, and I can't even actually describe them to you because I don't know what they look like. I think I'll know it when I see it, and I'll try to maintain that or get it better. But that's that's really just my goal, and it's so loose right. and subjective. I'm not somebody that's out there trying to hit new personal records on squat or bench or deadlift. I'm trying to get better at all these exercises, obviously, right. and, and lift big weight, if you will. But I'm not going in there with those numbers goals. I'm looking more so at myself on the scale and then trying to see what the mirror tells me. And I'm trying to kind of tone that and get that bigger so that I like it. Does that make sense? Yes, absolutely. And you know, there's people who are numbers driven. Their goal is to, I want to be at this weight. That's absolutely I want right. to lift this much PRs weight. every week, dude. <laughs> yes. And there was a time when those things were that my goals surrounded 
you know, those things Same. or those surrounded my goals. They, they went hand in hand, but right now I don't really care about the scale and the number on the scale because okay. my body has always held weight differently. I remember being in high school and someone being like, Oh man, how much you weigh? Like 140, 145. I'm like, I'm like 180 pushing 190. Like I never looked my weight. And if I had an ideal weight, I would say it's 220. If I can, you know, get down to 225, 220, kind of in that range, that would be the ideal mm -hmm. for me. I've got a long way to go to get to that, but my goals are completely superficial and right. just visual. Okay. I want to look at myself and be like, yes, just standing there, you know, full body mirror, completely nude, and just like, man, this guy. He can get it. That's fucking nice. Look at this dude. And I don't feel I don't feel like that right now. Mm -hmm. So my two goals are I want to love how I look and I want my significant other to love the way I look and be attracted to me. That's fair. And and she may be, but in my mind I'm telling myself there's no way she can be. Right. Because you're so not even you're happy with it. Right. Yeah. Same. So first thing is me being happy with the way it look and then everything else will fall into place after that. Exactly. And I wish I knew what I, I wish I could describe what it looks like, but I think it's going to be one of those things. Like I said, that I think I'll know it when I see it and, or we, or we never reach it and we're just constantly trying. That's, that's fine too. But I mean, even as long as I see progression in certain areas or body parts and maybe even to a degree, the numbers that I'm putting up on a workout like that, that is still going to be progression for me and I'm going to still keep going at it. But it's pretty simple for me. I just want to look in the mirror and be like, damn, dude, that's nice. Keep it up. Right. You look fucking great. Want to bang later? And then we bang, right? Yeah. And you and me or uh, yeah. you and you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. No, you're invited. Fuck it. When I said significant other, you know I meant you. That's me, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, okay. if, I, if I could biologically put a baby in you, you know I would. Uh, caveat real quick. We're not gay. But <laughs> Says who? If, well... <laughs> If I were gay, my wife sent me, Emily sent me something today and said, this is you and Chris. And it was these two, it was these two plut platonic friends, okay. woman and woman who got married, no sexual relation at all. Like They're just already. <laughs> two platonic friends that got married and to raise a family together. There's so much wrestling and video games on. It's and hilarious. She said, this you would do you would leave me for him and i've long told her if there was no if sex wasn't a thing if there was no organs down there <laughs> i would be with a dude 100 percent. absolutely like i put i put thought into this and i honestly like guys better than i like women not in a sexual way but women are just a pain in the fucking ass and dudes <laughs> <Jesus> aren't <Christ. laughs> sorry but you're right. Yeah, we'll figure that out. Bubs, will you marry me? Platonic. No. Oh. Anyway, big, big okay. stuff. Big stuff, yes. Bubs. And the moral of the story today, other than we have an unhealthy relationship with each other, yeah. is that fitness is about what makes you happy. It's about what your goals are, not what anyone else's goals for you are, but what your goals are for yourself. And what makes you happy 
and what works for you to reach those goals. Mm. Nothing else matters. I don't care what Joe Blow down the street thinks about the way I look. I don't care about what Susie Q over there thinks about my muscle size. No, it's about what I think about myself and whether I'm healthy for my family and I can live long enough to see my kids grow up and get married and have kids of their own. And not die of diabetes. Exactly, which my family has a long history of. Damn it. And I have been able to... Let's fight it. Yeah, I have been able to get away from it and keep myself in relatively good enough shape and eat not cake all the time, just tonight. (laughs) That that cholesterol, bubs, that's keeping it in check then. I've somehow kept... I know, I've somehow kept my cholesterol at a decent level. (laughs) Anyway, it's all about what works for you, what makes you happy, what makes you feel good. And in the long run, if you do that, you focus on you, everything else around you will fall into place. That's well said. Yes, thank you. I want to thank everyone for joining us on our very first Fitness Friday. Yes, toast. Toasting to all you bubs out there. Bubs Nation is strong. To my wild turkey American honey that I'm drinking tonight. We are Proudly it's not sponsored. Limeade and vodka. Okay. Um, thank you so much for joining us. You can follow us on Twitter at CAEPod. You can find us on all the podcast sites, which you already have. You're That's listening true. to if it. If you're here, you're here. Absolutely. But one thing that you can do is you can go to Anchor, find us on Anchor, and support the show. That's right. You can do monthly donations. You can do a one-time, you know, payment. Buy me a bottle of uh, wild turkey. You can. That, that'll, that'll support us. I would be happy. Talk about putting yes. someone in a happy place. <laughs> if somebody bought me liquor, Jesus yes. Christ. Yes. And you can go on Anchor and send us video messages that we can put on the show. That sounds great. <clears throat> if you have questions for us, send them to us through Anchor, through the video or uh, audio message, and we will play it on the show and answer whatever questions you have. About sports, wrestling, fitness, life, alcohol, cigars, um, you name it. So yeah, thank you. Sense. Yes. Thank you so much for listening. We are the Collar and Elbow Podcast. I'm Kenny Oak. He is Chris Harris. And guess what, guys? We'll see you next time. I almost.